everybody. Today, we have a special treat. Well, we always have special treats for you, but let me ask you this. Are you looking for motivated leads? Are you looking for motivated property sellers? In my experience, that's the best kind of property seller to be dealing with because that's how we're able to go in and create good deals. You either get a discount on the property or you get creative financing or you get first dibs on a property before it goes out on the marketing, out on the general market. Lots of big advantages to finding motivated leads. And our guest today, Brian Driscoll, is an expert on doing exactly that because Brian is one of the sharp SEO guys, search engine optimization guys. He comes from a background of that. He comes from a background of real estate investing. He's an active real estate investor himself. And he's really combined both of those things in his current business, which we'll talk a little bit about as well. But it's all about how to dial things in and find motivated leads on the interwebs. So Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So let's just jump right in for a second. Very, very briefly, because I, I read this about you and I was very curious about this. Tell us a little bit about your personal real estate investing strategy and the fact that you are super narrowly focused. Yeah, sure. So my strategy is a little bit different than most people. I invest in one zip code. It's like three miles by three miles. And I've never sold a property. Is, is that in the mi middle of New York City? That, that would kind of, you know give you quite a few options there. Where where are you focused on? In Bethel Park. So it's where I live. So okay. I, I invest in the zip code I live in. Reason I do that is I don't want to drive far because, you know, going to give offers, things like that, take time and you're back and forth dealing with contractors. So I'm really busy. I just decided, hey, I'm just going to invest in my backyard and I buy properties and I do the burn method. I buy them, rehab them, rent them out and get my money back. Okay. Very, very cool. So you're doing the burr, you focus on one zip code. That's it. That's all. You don't like to drive too much. Now, what does your whole marketing strategy look like for finding motivated sellers within that very specific narrow area? So that's the tricky part. Because with digital marketing, like Google, Facebook, things like that, they want you to market to a 15-mile radius or a county, right? Mm. So what I had to do is I have to market to the whole area cherry pick the deals, the leads that I want. And I had to partner up with a couple of wholesalers and JV with them for the stuff I didn't want. Ah, okay. So you have to kind of cast a broader net, but then you just laser focus on your people that are in your zip code. And I'm sure that the, the way you're getting people to apply and that sort of thing, you can laser in on that very, very quickly. And then instead of wasting those other leads, you're passing them on to other people outside of your zip code who can do those kind of deals. Am I getting that right? Exactly. Yep. Okay. So first of all, what does a motivated seller typically look like for you with the Burr deals that you're doing? So what I'm looking for, and I think everybody is, we're looking for people with hoarder houses or their house needs too much work. They just don't want to put the money into it or they don't have the money to put into it. And they're looking for a quick sale. They might've inherited a house and it's found money to them. They just want to get rid of it, not fix up the house, things like that. So we're looking for people that want to sell quick. And it's usually a distressed property. It's, it has some sort of issue. That's why they can't list it on the MLS. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And so you're kind of going in with an all cash type of deal typically and trying to get it at a significant discount so that you can turn around, renovate it, cover the holding costs, all that kind of good stuff that goes along with doing a burr. Yeah. And I kind of look at, I just look at it on a one, 
I'm looking for 1.5% rent. So it's just easy numbers. I don't really look at the cap. It's like if it's a $100,000 house or property, it needs to pull $1,500 a month rent. Mm. If it does, okay. good. If the minimum I'll go is like 1% usually will break me even. But that's where I'm looking at. I will. I wanted to, because I'm buying in a nice neighborhood and I don't need to make much money on the property. It's more pushing cash to the future. Right. So I'm getting a lot of equity, but not so much cash flow sometimes. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Now the birds, just out of curiosity, the birds that you're doing, are you putting in a secondary suite in these properties or just, just fixing them up, making them pretty and then renting them out as is? Yeah. I'm just fixing them up. Yeah. Fixing them up. They're usually junky. We do new kitchens, new bathrooms, paint floors, usually put 20, 30 grand into it. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go back to the bank and the bank gives me all my cash back. So it's, it's like free houses. Yeah. So you're flipping without selling it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah smart. All right. Very good, Brian. So when it comes to the whole lead generation side of your business, what does that look like? How, how many different things are you doing? You know, are you are you doing Facebook ads? Are you doing Google search? Are you doing Google ads? Are you doing YouTube? I mean, there's so many different places we can spend money online to market ourselves. What do you find works best for you for attracting motivated leads in your area? Sure. So I've found digital works best for me just because that's what I do. And I know I used to do mailers. That was okay. But we're doing Facebook ads, Google ads, like Google pay per click Mm. SEO, which is ranking in the free section of Google. Uh, We're doing some YouTube ads. So it's a variety of digital ads. Got it. Basically what we're doing. Yeah. And so you're, you're spreading it out. You're not overly dependent on anyone at any time of something. If you get slapped by Facebook for some new rule that they've done or something like that. You're not completely reliant on that. But do you find these days that one tends to be working better than the other? You know what? It really depends. That's a good question. So first thing, it depends on how you're running them, how you're running your campaign. So Mm. I see a lot of people try running, we'll say Facebook, for example, and some like I like to have really direct messaging, like your ads say, sell your house fast, or we buy houses, we pay cash, things like that. That'll get you a more expensive lead cost, but the quality's there. Hmm. I see some so, people try. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I was going to ask you that. What? What? That just makes hundred percent sense to me. But what are other people doing that's that, that's not as direct? Yeah, a lot of a lot of times I'll see people they're doing ads like get a free home valuation, find out how much your house is worth. They're getting leads and they're getting leads cheap, but they don't want to sell. So you're getting a whole bunch of people to talk to that have no intention on selling or no motivation. Plus, isn't that like just a realtor thing? I mean, that sounds very realtory. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it, I don't know. I don't know why people do it. It's because a lot of people focus on the lead cost on digital versus the deal cost. Yeah. So yeah that's yeah, one that. tip I'd have for everybody. Like, don't even work, like, obviously look at your lead cost, but the determining factor of success is see how much it costs you get per deal. Mm-hmm. And that's going to determine if it's a, a success campaign. Yeah, most definitely. And you got to keep in mind, what is a deal worth to you? over time it's not just right up front because i mean for example you're doing these burr deals you're holding on to these properties long term you mentioned you're, you're not even all that concerned cash flow is great but you're really looking for the long term play on this pay off that mortgage create that equity create that that value in that property instead of just quick little pops like wholesalers or flippers or or that sort of thing right and that's a good point you have too because if you're wholesaling and your feet, you might make 10 grand. You can only really afford to spend two grand to get a deal on average, two to 3,000. But if you're flipping and you're making 50 to $80,000, you might be able to spend 
$8,000 to get that deal. So everybody's strategy is going to be different depending on how their business is. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBow, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's book at chatwithdave.com. So people see your ad, you know, sell your house fast. They click on it. That takes them to your website where you explain a little bit about what you're doing and you encourage them to fill out an online form or give you a call. What, what does that process look like, Brian? Yeah, that's another good point you brought up. So there are different ways to do ads on Facebook or Google. Mm -hmm. I like taking them, like you're saying, they click an ad, it goes to our website. The website has to be very direct also saying, hey, we're investors, we're not paying top dollar. We have them give us their information. Then we'll send them to a second page on the form that asks additional questions like, why do you want to sell? How fast do you want to sell? How much work does your property need? Things like mm -hmm. that. Some people I see, they have things called Facebook lead ad forms. Google has them as well. You click the ad, it looks the same except it opens a form in Facebook and pre-populates your information. So you can also run ads that way. I found those are very low quality. Mm. I like making it harder for people to kind of vet them. Again, the lead cost will be more expensive, but the quality will be there. Yeah, they have to jump through a few hoops. You, you can see how serious they are. That's smart the way you're doing it because they fill out the first form. You've captured their basic information, but then that second form shows you whether or not they're really motivated. Because if they go to the trouble and and actually give you details on that second form, okay, well, that's, you know, they're already eight steps up by filling out the first form. Now they filled out the second form. Now they're 20 steps up because that is likely a very, very motivated lead. Is that what you're finding? That is. And then I actually even take it a step further. I'll send them a text message after they fill out the form, asking them to book an appointment to get an offer. Mm. And we ask them eight more questions there too. So we make it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you figure who's booking an appointment with a stranger to come to their house. Like there yeah. has to be some motivation there. Yeah, no, most definitely. So yeah, I love all those hoops that you're making people run through. And again, you're in kind of a different, a little bit of a different situation because you're going for quality over volume. Because again, for your particular situation, it sounds like you're not looking to do a hundred deals this year. You're looking to do three, four, five really good deals this year versus you know, just, just massive, massive scale. Would that be correct? Yeah. But you know what? We managed probably, we deal with probably about 400 plus investors nationally too. Mm -hmm. We use the same strategy for all the investors, same thing, because people don't want to get a whole bunch of garbage leads. Yeah. Makes sense. Even the guys looking to scale, we still do the same process just because we'd rather go for quality over quantity. All right. Very cool, Brian. So you're, you're working with other people. You, you got this dialed in for yourself. You're a smart guy. You said, Hey, there's a lot of other real estate investors out there who aren't all that good at this SEO stuff. In fact, I'd say most of us probably suck at it. There's a business that I can provide there. And now you're doing this for other real estate investors. We've got a lot a lot of people that are in the States. We've got a lot of our viewers and listeners that are in Canada as well. Does this work anywhere or is it really just applicable in major metropolitan centers? It works anywhere people own houses. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because everybody, 
we're not buying the house. Like we're buying the house, but what we're targeting is a motivation. Anywhere people are getting divorced, inheriting homes, have houses that they can't afford to fix. That's that. Those are the type of people that will be motivated to sell and that we can give them a solution, you know? So anywhere low populated areas will have a harder time getting a lot of leads. Yeah. You have to spread the net a lot bigger. I mean, people that live in, in, not very populated areas probably already understand that, that they have to go very, very wide to come up with any kind of deal flow. So, right. yeah. So question for you, and I know this is going to be different all across the board. However, what like within a zip code, typically how many properties are there? Is that kind of standard or is it all over the place? That's kind of all over the place. Like in my zip code probably is like, I don't know, 200,000 household or 200,000 population. I don't even know what the household is. But then we look north of me's Butler. They'll have like a tenth of the houses in, a, right. in their county. So everywhere, let's say like New York City or something's going to have like a whole bunch. So yeah. everywhere is going to be different. We kind of target based on population. We can kind of tell the competition there. So the yeah, higher okay. the population, we can usually actually get a, a cheaper lead cost with higher populated areas than lower, which is kind of opposite what people would think. Yeah, I kind of yeah, it's it is interesting. So if if it's so variable, but you've been doing this for quite a while with a lot of different investors, what's you know, with this kind of thing, what's the typical lead flow? Like what what are people typically seeing as leads coming in, appointments popping up on their calendar? What does that kind of look like in general? Yeah, sure. So it's going to kind of come down to budget. Average cost per lead, I would say across the U.S. and Canada is about $200 per lead, give or take. Like places like San Diego or Salt Lake City might be five, $600. But I'd say if you based it, about $200. And out of 10 leads we see, usually six of them want too much money or just aren't a fit. Hmm. Four of them end up being deals you'd want, usually lock down one. So it's a good way to run your numbers on that side. And then it just depends on budget and what the market can handle. So some people say, hey, I want hundred leads a month, but if the population isn't there, you'll find a tipping point. You might spend 10 grand and then go to 15 grand and your, your cost per lead just increases, but you get no more leads. That means you're tapping out the market. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And so a lead to you is, is somebody who's filled out the form, correct? Not necessarily an appointment. Right. Yeah. Lead is someone that fills out the form that wants to sell their house. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. So again, this is not one of those things because people have heard, you know, getting leads on Facebook and getting leads on this for 10 cents a lead, $2 lead, that kind of thing. That's a very, very different thing. That's usually somebody opting in for a free ebook or, or something like that. That's not a motivated seller jumping through, through all these hoops, filling out all the their information. And even then a good chunk of them aren't all that motivated. So it's, it's the way the business goes and you either have to be willing to invest that kind of money in marketing and let that do the heavy lifting for you. Or you have to take the time to go out and beat the bushes yourself, you know, manual labor type stuff with bandit signs and vehicle signage and all the stuff I did back in the day before I knew it, before SEO really was much of a thing. <laughs> and before I, I definitely understood anything about that. So there are, are definitely pros and cons. What would you recommend to kind of a, a mom and pop real estate investor, somebody who's, you know, doing real estate part-time, they got a few properties in their portfolio. They want to, they want to do more, but they're, they're working at a job. They got a family, you know, their things are a little bit tight. How much 
realistically do you need to have as a as a marketing budget to make a dent in things with with this kind of marketing? I would say to to make a dent, you want to have at least two thousand a month. Okay. Because you figure well, it depends on how many deals you want. But I say two thousand. If we can get a lead cost for two hundred dollars, it takes one out of ten. That would average like a deal per month. Anything under that. Usually it's not because you need to, unless you're really doing this on the side, which we usually work with seasoned guys, mm-hmm. because you might only be getting a deal every couple of months, which usually doesn't make sense. Right. No, that makes a lot of sense. Well, this is fascinating, Brian. If people want to find out more about you, more about your company, how you might be able to help them actually implement all of this stuff so they don't have to figure it out all on their own, where can they go? What's the best? What's the number one best website for you? Yeah. Best way to reach is motivatedleads.com. There you go. We'll make sure that we got that in the show notes as well. Brian, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It's been great and insightful. And I learned a thing or two. And congratulations on what you're doing. I love the singular focus on the one zip code. I love the fact that you've tied that in with, you know, lead generation within that area. I also love the fact that you're you're bright and you understand that, hey, there's a lot of wasted leads there. So you're you're able to give those to other people and probably sell them at, at a profit and help cover your ad costs and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's great. So thank you very much for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. All right, everybody take care. See you on the next episode. Well, Hey there. Thanks for tuning into the property profits podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.